Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You know, we could talk to Allison Cross from the Hartford Current about a couple things. Uh, we first, you know, want to reach out, talk about this, just this thing with ebook costs and libraries. I'm a big library fan. And also maybe we'll ask some questions about the uh, traffic stop stories she's done as well. Uh, she joins us here at Brian and Company. Good morning, Allison. How are you? Good morning. Good. How are you? I'm well. So this ebook story, so explain it to me. The publishers really squeeze libraries and they make them pay up every two years. Is that what it is? Yeah. So essentially at libraries, when you read a book that's on the shelf, a print book, those prices are negotiated and those books never cost 50% more than sticker price. Um, but librarians say it's a completely different story with ebooks and that libraries are paying prices that are up to 10 times higher than the average consumer for these ebooks that essentially will disappear within two years or after 26 people borrow it. Um, and librarians say it's a huge um, problem when they're trying to cultivate their digital collections. So, and, and they do it so they, they, they have to basically pay the more it's used and the more the libraries will have to pay. But this is how it is everywhere in the country, correct? Yeah, correct. There was one librarian who uh, spoke. She's um, the director of a consortium of a couple libraries who, or a number of libraries who pool their funds together. And they say that they've spent $2 million on ebooks. And if they were to stop renewing their titles, um, they would lose about a million dollars of that content within the next year. So it's a huge money suck and a huge. Um, uh, it's it's taking a lot of taxpayer dollars. So what does Connecticut want to do? Um, essentially, Connecticut is looking to bring back a um, law that was on the table last year. It didn't make it to a final vote um, for a number of reasons. But um, essentially what the law would do is it would help um, negotiate contracts and kind of put the state behind the libraries and say that certain unfair contracts are prohibited. And lawmakers are also taking this kind of from the state contract law and consumer protection angle, um, because one of the big um, points last year that the publishing companies were making is that this is an infringement on copyright, that only Congress has the power to kind of... Um, regulate the, these kinds of negotiations, but Connecticut is saying, hoping to say this year, no, the state is able to have a say in this. So in terms of the public, I guess if they pass something and then 
would then the publishers like sue them and this ends up in the court system? Possibly. We'll have to see when when and if that happens. I had no idea. Um, but it, it seems strange that you could you buy the, the libraries buy the book and then you can take the book out as much as you want, but somehow if it's on a Kindle, it's got a different set of rules, which uh, they end up making more money off the ebooks than the regular books, correct? The publishers? Yes. And the other thing is that um, the librarians say that authors are paid the exact same, uh-huh. no matter what format it is or how much the libraries pay. And the other big point with talking about the ebooks is that it's not just a convenience. Um, their librarians say they're very necessary. They're a tool for equity and access. People with dyslexia or vision problems, some of them need the online format to make the text bigger, change the font size, and other people who just can't make it to the library because they don't have transportation, they have a disability, or they're over living overseas, they're deployed, they can access um, the, audio, the audio and ebooks that um, uh, through the digital format. Yeah, it's sort of like how streaming is trying to make up for revenue lost in the theaters and all this other stuff. It's sort of like a the literary version of, of that, it seems. We're talking with Allison Cross from the Hartford Current. I know you wrote a couple pieces on traffic stops, and uh, it's hard to you know sort of boil it down in a minute and a half, but I just was wondering if people hadn't read the pieces or know the news. Well, first of all, yeah, I want to ask, you know, what are the big, what were the biggest takeaways from the reporting you did in the last couple of days on on the traffic stops in Connecticut? Yeah, so this, uh, for the last um, nine years, um, there the, the Connecticut's been collecting data on racial and ethnic disparities in traffic stops. And this is the first year that Connecticut um, kind of uh, passed these two tests that are kind of used as um, benchmarks to test for ethnic and racial disparities. Um, so they found that there was no statistically significant disparities in minor in traffic stop outcomes for minorities or the likelihood that minority drivers would be pulled over during daylight as opposed to darkness um, when officers can view a driver's race more visibly. Mm. Um, and this is the first year that um, based on the 2022 data that every department in the state passed this. And it's definitely, um, the people that I spoke to said, it's definitely a big jump from where we were in 2014 when we started this work. But they also emphasize that this doesn't mean that um, racial disparities are gone by any means. The tests that they use are very, they were explaining that the tests that they use are very um, conservative. So they're less likely to detect something if something's not there. But that also means that they might not detect something that is there. So the researchers are continuously working to kind of create better models, more accurate models. Um, And also kind of advocates are funneling their efforts to continue to address this. They're saying it doesn't mean that this work is over. The work is continuing. Got it. I have one quick question. We got to go, but... There's been an extreme reduction in the number of traffic stops compared now to 2019. And I was curious, is that a purposeful thing or is that because of lack of resources and staffing? Yeah, so that uh, really uh, traffic stops took a nosedive after the COVID-19 pandemic. 
um, or during the pandemic, I should say, when officers were a little, when um, there wasn't much known about the virus and how it was transmitted. Um, but since then, there has been a decline in overall um, staffing at our state and local police departments. Um, there's also been uh, talks of low morale and the number of traffic stops are creeping up. They are rebounding. They're not where they are in 2019, but they are much higher than 2020. Um, but yes, the number of traffic stops have been down. All right. Thanks, Allison. Great work. We appreciate it as always. Thank you. Right. Have a good day. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.